What's up, everybody? It's a Monday afternoon at precisely 2.06 p.m. And I have a lot of things that I really want to cover in this podcast because it's a new year. It's, you know, that whole new year, new me thing going on. And I just want to start by saying that be comfortable with who you are. You don't have to be a whole new you to be great. And that's one thing that I really want to go ahead and start by saying is I really, really, I see so many people on social media and stuff posting about new year, new me. It's going to be a whole new me this year. You're not even going to know who this person is and blah, blah, blah. But really, I hope that nobody on my newsfeed actually changes who they are. Everybody that I know right now is just perfect the way they, they are. The way that they should be, that's exactly how they should be. And I think that they're great no matter what. So I just want to start with that. Uh, We'll go ahead and start by talking about one of the things I, I really think a lot of people misunderstand is control. Um, Something that I've learned in the 22 years that I've been around is an unhealed person can find offense in anything that someone does. Someone that is severely scarred from other people's actions, severely just messed up all the way around. They can they can take offense to anything you say. Someone that's got their guard up and they're they're very guarded and they're very just not healed people will take offense to anything. A healed person understands that actions of others have nothing to do with them. Someone that is completely in touch with themselves and completely balanced, a balanced person mentally is not going to always take offense to everybody else's actions based on what somebody else does to them. And that's something that I have already come to conclusions with in this new year is it's good to work on your mental health. Your mental health is something that really needs to be worked on this year in order to not be bothered by other people's actions when those other people are the ones that have the problem, not you. And I've seen it all too often, people that are completely harmless, that haven't done a single thing wrong, they're they're just going about their life, they're being happy, and other people just want to cause problems based on seeing that other person happy or something very small and very dumb that they did. They want to make a giant deal out of it. And I'm just here to say that if you're that person that has a problem with taking offense to everything and overanalyzing everything, every word that someone says to you, Do not do that. Someone told me the other day, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And truth be told, some people cannot be happy without being right. And I'm one of those people. I'm guilty of that. That I used to be really bad about, man, I've got to be right about this or I'm just not going to be happy. And, And it's not, it just shouldn't be like that. So I have told myself this year, you know, along the whole lines of control, 
and New Year's resolutions to tie those two in together that I don't have to have control over all of everything everybody does around me. I don't have to have control over everybody, everything anybody says to me. I don't have to have control over anything but myself. And this year, I think it's a really good, you know, New Year's resolution for people to really just sit back and, and realize, do I really have to have control over what that person says to me? Do I really have to have control over this and that? No, you don't. You'll be much happier only having control over over yourself versus having control over everybody around you. It's much easier to be your own boss than be everybody else's boss too. So that covers that portion is instead of being that person that takes offense to everything anybody says, show them how well you can do not caring what they say. See how much they squirm then. Really focus on Who's really there for you this year and who's not? Let the trash take itself out. Let people get upset with you and the fact that you have so much self-control it bothers them. But don't ever, ever waste time worrying about controlling what other people say to you. So I really like to cover that and another thing that would be something really cool to cover is how to cope um how to cope with losing and I'm talking about losing anything losing an animal losing friends losing a barrel race you know losing a car race how to cope with that and there's a really really cool quote that's actually one of my favorite quotes and I love quotes It is so fun to hear a quote and see what other people see that quote as. And one of my favorite quotes is, Your greatest test will be how to handle people who have mishandled you. Everybody is going to mishandle you. There is nothing you can do about it. People will mishandle you your entire life. Other people do not care how they handle you. Other people do not care if they treat you badly They don't care how you felt about them treating you badly. They don't care at all. They will not care until you give them back what they've done to you. That's when they will say, you're rude. That's when they'll say, how dare you? How dare me what? Treat you exactly how you treated me? But there's a catch to this. You do not always have to get people back whenever they've done something to you. It might seem like, oh, well, if I don't get that person back for doing that, then they're just going to think they can do it again. No. Let them do it once. Throw your hands back and step back. And whenever they ask you, why aren't you around? Why don't you do this anymore? Why don't you do that anymore? You know, why don't you put in any effort to be my friend anymore? That's whenever you can tell them, because the one time I put in effort, the one time I did this or that, you, you got me, you know, the snake bit me. You're never going to trust the snake again. You're never going to trust that dog again to not bite. It, you know, things will never be the same. And once they realize that, they're going to be thankful that you didn't get them back in that very moment that they did to you. What you very well could have done to them, but you didn't. You were the bigger person. 
And that will make you look bigger and better than you ever will getting someone back. So it's going to be really good this year to finally figure out how do I handle that person that mishandled me? Because it's not going to be me getting you back. But it definitely will be me stepping back and showing you if you're going to do that to me, I do not have to be around. I don't have to put in effort for someone that would do something like that to you or would, you know, do anything to you or that dog bites you or that horse bucks you off. You know, you do not have to do to them what they've done to you. And that kind of falls back into the category of, you know, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And sometimes you're much happier not caring. Sometimes you're much happier not getting them back. Sometimes you're much happier not texting them back whenever they've asked you what's wrong or when that, you know, when that dog bites you instead of beating the crap out of him, you get rid of him. You know, it's sometimes it's better to just not react, to not have a reaction, to not have a response. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it keeps things better. It Sometimes it keeps them civil. But that kind of covers the how to cope. How to cope with losing something. You know, you just do it. You don't react. If you lose a barrel race, you don't react. What will reacting really get you? It will get eyes on you. It will get people thinking false negative things about you. But it's not going to get you winning. Reacting to something bad will not get you winning. With anybody, with anything, it will not get you anywhere. So instead of coping in a very negative, bad way, do not respond. No response is a response. And honestly, it's the most confusing response you know you ask your husband or spouse do you still love me and they don't respond you know that's the scariest response you can get I'd much rather hear someone tell me they don't love me or they don't want to be my friend anymore than I would them just falling off the face of the earth and honestly That's just how it has to be sometimes. Sometimes it's better to just not respond. So that kind of covers that area of how to cope and everything. And, you know, a lot of the good quotes that I hear that make a lot of sense to me with life and how life can be and how good things can be and everything come from three of the best people that could come up with quotes possible and that's Edgar Allan Poe, William Shakespeare, and Albert Einstein are three of the best quote writers I've ever seen and I'll give you three of their best quotes that I can kind of talk about and tell you you know some good advice about is Edgar Allan Poe one of his quotes was normality is a paved road It's comfortable to walk on, but no flowers grow there. And that kind of falls into the whole category of control, 
goals and how to cope is, you know, just because everybody's walking on the same path, just because everybody around you is having the same goals or doing the same things over and over or anything does not mean you have to follow that path. Maybe your flowers won't grow on that path. Maybe, you know, hanging out with those friends is not going to get you anywhere in life. Maybe hanging out with this family member or that family member or anybody, maybe those people are not going to allow your flowers to grow. Maybe their path is, you know, much more luscious than yours is on that path. It's kind of like in some movies that they make, one person can see something that another person can't, you know, and that's okay. It is okay to choose a different path than someone else. It's okay to not walk their path that might be full of flowers for them, but it's a paved concrete road for you that none of your flowers can grow on. It's okay to not follow normality. Maybe you're not normal. Maybe you're not going to fall in the same categories as they do. And if they have a problem with it, that's their problem. You know, just like I was saying before, is a healed person understands that actions of others have nothing to do with them. Be that healed person. May, you know, just be the healed person and realize it's okay that they're going another way. It's okay that they don't like the path I'm going on. It's not their path. That's okay. Too many people nowadays are so offended by the smallest actions. Oh, you weren't here for this, so now I'm going to be extremely mad at you for it. Why? Are you happy with that decision? Are you happy being mad? No. That's a total contradiction. You cannot be happy and mad at the same time. Why choose mad if you can choose happy? Why go that path? That's not a very luscious, pretty, flowery path for you. That's a paved path that none of your flowers are going to grow on. So that's Edgar Allan Poe for you. Uh, William Shakespeare is... One of his, you know, good quotes is, Go wisely and slowly... Those who rush, stumble, and fall. As in, just because someone is, their life is moving fast, or they're doing this, or they're doing that, that falls in with Edgar Allan Poe's quote of the whole, you know, paved road path. Just because they're able to go fast on their path, and everything's happening fast with them, and all of this stuff's happening for them does not mean that that's how it's going to go for you. They might be able to rush through their path and everything's fine. Or you might be thinking that they're rushing, but really they're not. But what matters the most is to focus ahead of you. Focus in front of you. That is your path. If you're driving down the highway and you look off for one second and all of a sudden you hit those rumble strips, and then the next second you're in the ditch, it's because you were too busy paying attention to other people's paths. You were too busy paying attention to something else, or paying attention to this or that. 
It is so much better to go slowly and wisely. Pay attention to your path. Grind it out every single day. Pay attention to how you're doing things. Don't pay attention to other people's stupidity, other people's inputs, other people's anger. They're not on your path. Pay attention to what's in front of you because if you rush, you will fall. And by rush, to me, those who rush, stumble, and fall means that rush is an overall term to me. Rush as in paying attention to others. Rush as in trying to hurry up and do something and and half-ass doing it or, you know, just not paying attention at all. Just rushing. And normally, a lot of people associate the word rush with um, hurrying. And it's true. Rush means to hurry. Rush means no patience. Rush means... You know, many other things to other people. But what rush means to me most of all is no patience. You have to be patient. Your time comes for everything. And your time might not be another person's time. Their time might have been last year. But this is a new year for you. This is 365 new chances to do everything you wanted to do slowly and correctly. Do it with wise. Do it with with smarts. So that's that for the William Shakespeare quote. My favorite by Albert Einstein is, If you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or objects. That one speaks for itself. That one covers everything that I just talked about. Your goal is your life. Your goal is everything you want to accomplish in your lifetime. Friends and family will come and go. They will come and go left and right. And you may miss out on a good opportunity to grow. You may miss out on a good opportunity to get smarter or to have a better life for yourself. At the end of the day, all you're going to have is yourself, your goals, your accomplishments. That's yourself. That That is who you are. The word goal to me is me looking in a mirror and seeing myself. That's you. You are the goal. It is all you. It has nothing to do with who, you know, anybody around you. Whoever is your true friend and your true family, they're going to ride with you to that goal till the day that you die. But those who notice you getting tied up in your goals and tied up in this and tied up in that, if they start taking, you know, taking themselves out and they start just like fading off the planet of the earth and they start disappearing and nobody wants to talk to you because you're busy with your goals, let them go. Just let them leave because those people, they're not going to be here for you tomorrow when you really need them anyways. They're not, they're not wanting to see you succeed. They're wanting to see you fail. It is, it's so easy for someone to say, hey, hey, here, look at me, look at me, you know. Man, you're not showing me enough attention because you're just too busy with your goal, blah, blah, blah. It's so easy for someone to do that and someone be so selfish and not think about, should I let him do this? That way he can work toward his goal. 
you know, should I let him do that? That way he can be happy with himself and everything. Nobody thinks about that nowadays. It's only thinking about themselves. Oh, well, I'm happier having my friend here with me to do this. And I'm not happy that he or she or whoever wants to go do this. Why not? Why take that that away from someone? At the end of the day, they're tied to that goal. They're not tied to you. And that's okay. That's how it should be because that is what makes them. That is what makes them that person that they are. And that's just how it should be. Too many people get so caught up in me, me, me and control and and hating and all kinds of stuff that it's, you know, it's very easy to think of the word control and associate it with something bad. Because most of the time it is something bad. It's because people have made the word control a bad word. Anybody thinks the word control and they automatically think control. That means I can't do what I want to do. That means I can't do what makes me happy. And it's because people, they no longer want to see the word control for what control really is. They want to see it for, oh, that's not good, he's controlling or she's controlling or blah, blah, blah. And it's probably because the person is. But there is a certain thing called control as in helping someone control something for good. You know, I can control my friend as in, hey, you're not focusing on your goal. You're, fo- you're focusing on things that are not really good for you. And I know that this goal makes you happy. So I'm going to control you to put you back on that path to see you happy with your goal. That's a good form of control. And you know what? That's okay to be. That's okay to be that kind of control when you're helping somebody with it. So... That's all I had to cover today, and I really hope that somebody got something very useful out of it. Um, It's a lot of things that I really think that people should think about, that my friends and my family should think about, that it's okay to be you this year. It's okay to focus on you and focus on, you know, your goals. Your goals is what makes you. Focus on them. Don't stray from them. Look at them every day. Write them down every day. Follow them. They are you. They are what makes you you. And just like Fallon Taylor has said before in her podcasts, 1% every day eventually is going to lead up to 100%. Get your 1% in every day, just like she said to do. So y'all have a lovely day.